Welcome to the Fearfully and Wonderfully Me podcast, a podcast designed to help you increase your influence, develop your leadership, and maximize your results. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode, chapter six of my book, Leadership Gems for Women, 30 Characteristics of Very Successful Women. Today's chapter and podcast episode is Be Courageous. You know, we often think about courage as something, you know, firefighters need courage to to rush into a building and save someone. Absolutely. That's courageous. But just going through day-to-day life, we have so many opportunities to be courageous ourselves. And the thing about that is when we are courageous, it, it can increase our influence with the people around us. You know, it's not that leaders or women, for that matter, it's not that we don't feel fear. It's just that we have courage in the moment to not let that fear dictate us or determine us or decide for us. There's a good quote by Dale Carnegie that says, courage always comes with the sun. You can conquer almost any fear if you will only make up your mind to do so. For remember, fear doesn't exist anywhere except in your mind. You know, the thing about fear is that it's something we create. It's an emotion that we create that lives inside our brain when we think about something and we start to get anxious and we think about the things that we cannot control. We think about the things that could go wrong. We think about the things that might happen that we won't like. We think about loss. And so we start to think about those negative things that could happen that haven't happened yet. And we start to create fear in our mind. Fear doesn't exist anywhere except in our mind. Uh, I saw a research statistic that said something like 85 to 90% of what we are afraid of doesn't come true anyway. So why would we waste time and emotion and energy being afraid of it? Because most of our fears are completely unfounded. It's just emotional energy that is directed, misdirected. In a, in a way that doesn't serve us, right? Worrying about the things that we cannot control are not gonna move us forward. And we can't control them, right? If we can control them, then we should think about them and, and do something about them. If we can control them, then we should. But worrying about the things that we cannot control is not gonna help us move forward. It's sort of like, um, I had a, a marathon recently, uh, a couple weeks ago, and, I had really trained hard. I mean, I've shared some of my training examples with you all. And, you know, I've worked really hard this season. I'm training for the Boston Marathon in just a a couple of weeks here, um, about the time, well, just within a couple of weeks of when this podcast comes out. And so I've really worked hard this season. It's a great goal to have accomplished, to be accepted to run it, but I, I want to do well in running it, of course. And I've worked hard this season. And so I had um, a small race a couple of weeks ago. Um, You know, part of my plan of training was to incorporate that I wanted to to work hard and really be in good shape for this first race. And then just plan to enjoy, you know, number one, stay healthy, but then plan to just enjoy the experience of running the Boston Marathon. So I didn't want to to try to to really race hard at both races because that might not 
I could get hurt very easily doing that. So really just focusing on training for hard for one and then focusing on maintaining fitness and enjoying the experience of the other one. And so I've really worked hard this season and I know that, and I know I've put quite a lot into it. I've been very dedicated to the process that will get me the results that I wanted of running a good, strong race in the time I wanted. And I, you know, I don't know why, but the last three, last, yep. The last three marathons that I have run have been just incredibly unseasonably historically hot for that day of the year. And I mean, it's almost like this is starting to be just a real pattern, right? I ran a race last February, February, um, which February in the South can be a little warm, but it was just unseasonably incredibly warm that day. And I mean, it was a miserable experience. And then I ran a race in November and it was like record high temperatures for the race. Um, it was in San Bernardino, California, where we finished the, the start of the race was pretty cool. Cause it was up high in the mountains, but, um, as you got down to lower elevation, it was unseasonably hot and, oh, it was just, I got heat sick. It was just a, a not a great experience. And then this past week, just a couple of weeks ago, this race that I trained hard for, I've been, you know, training pretty hard. And the one thing that I cannot control is the weather. And sure enough, on the week or so looking, you know, before the race, you start checking the weather, checking the forecast. And I could see as the day crept closer, the forecast was really just not great. And I was like, you know what, this was a real challenge for me and not, that's not really a a situation where I was feeling fear, but an example of where I was not going to worry about the things I cannot control because I cannot control the weather. I can control my training. I can control how I show up. I can control nutrition, but I cannot control the weather. And so, yeah, there again, it wasn't that I was feeling fear so much as just anxiety because I wanted to do well in the race. I'd worked hard for it, but I could see the weather forecast as we kept getting closer. It it was just really warm. And I don't know if it's true, but somebody told me that this day that I was doing this race, this marathon was the hottest first Saturday of March in more than a hundred years. Like it's just never this hot the first day of March in more than a hundred years. And it was, I think 55 degrees when I started the race, it was 72 degrees when I finished, which 72 is really nice temperature. If you're standing around watching the race, it's a great temperature for the spectators, for the volunteers. It's not such a great temperature if you're actually running. And definitely I'm not a hot weather runner anyway. But my point about this is I couldn't control the weather leading up to the race, leading up to the marathon. I, in fact, I didn't even want to check the forecast the night before. I was like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to spend my time and energy worrying about the thing that I cannot control, which is the weather, because I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. And so I'm not going to spend any energy worrying about it. I'm not going to be afraid of having another hot race and not getting the outcome that I want. I'm just refusing to create that fear in my mind. Not going to do it. But you know, what's interesting is because I really just carried, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm really comfortable with the attitude that I carried into this race because I knew the temperature was really not favorable for me, but I ran one of the best races I've ever run. And I think a lot of it 
was just absolutely refusing to get caught up in the negative energy of worrying and fear and, and focusing on what I could not control. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I refuse. I refuse to even think about it's going to be an awful experience. Now it was warm and it was hot and sweaty. And, you know, the thing about going, um, running for three and a half to four hours in hot, sweaty clothes is there's chafing and, and, you know, you're just nasty by the time you get done. And, but I could focus on only the things that I could control and I could control the energy in my brain. And so I created a good playlist. I was like, I'm going to stay positive. I'm not going to be afraid of the temperature. I'm not going to look at the hourly thing that day and and think about how quick I'm going to get hot. I'm just refusing to do that. Now, that's just an example of how powerful our emotions can be. And when we focus our energy on the things that we're afraid of that might not even happen, then we are just wasting our precious, precious energy. I could have spent time leading up to the race being afraid that it was going to be hot and then I'd have another bad heat sick experience like I did last year. It's absolutely something that I could have chosen to focus on. But instead, I focused on the positive things that I could control my training. I went back and I was like, look, I've trained really hard. I'm running well. I'm healthy. I'm going to focus on those things. Now, that's just a, a little tiny example of the how the emotions in our mind can can determine our outcomes or influence them certainly. And so we have to have courage in the moment and say, when I fear those, when I feel those fear feelings wanting to come up, that anxiety about a situation, I've got to have courage to face those, right? Not that I don't have fears, but I'll look at them and say, I'm not going to focus on those because I cannot control them. So three things that you can do to help you move forward when you're feeling fear, the number one, identify it, right? Number one, identify your fear, acknowledge it. It's there. Don't ignore it. Identify it, articulate it to yourself. Be specific about it. What is it that I'm afraid of in this situation? Very specific. And then number two, here's the important thing. Focus on what you can control, right? I may have used this example before, but it's kind of like you've got a picnic planned on Saturday and you can't control if it rains, but you can pack an umbrella. Focus on what you can control. I, I encourage people to write it down. I'm like, whatever the situation is, if you just get, get a piece of paper and brainstorm all the things that I can do to influence this situation in a positive way, you'll be surprised at what your brain can come up with. And number three, take action. Once you come up with a list of things that you can do, do them. Maybe you can't do all of them, but I bet you can do some of them and you will feel better because you're focusing on courage in the moment and what you can control. You'll feel better just because you are taking action. And that's going to help you minimize the worry, the anxiety, the fear, the stress, and focus on what you can do. And when you look for what you can do, you will find more of what you can do. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Rhea's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.